listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about the 1985 film The Goonies, starring Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, Corey Feldman, and essentially everyone that you love growing up in Hollywood. As ever, with me, three men that definitely do come round my house to use a toilet. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Okay, guys, we seem to have picked another personal favourite to go to. Studio's keen, uh, but first of all, before we pitch, what are your thoughts, what are your memories of this film? Well, we've, we're going with an absolute childhood favourite, aren't we? I mean, look, when you look back on it now as like a movie lover of all cinema, you can see that it's maybe not up there with, you know, like E.T. or something like that in terms of quality, but boy, oh boy, it's a classic. It's an absolute classic, and I've always loved it, and I'm sure everyone else in my generation does as well. Yeah, and I actually disagree with you. It's I, I would put it above E.T. I think it's so high up on the childhood spectrum of great movies. It's It's one or two. Well, I agree with that, but my point is that E.T. stands up as, as a finer film as when you rewatch as an adult. Okay, well, let's do E.T. then. <laughs> John, uh, what do you remember? No, I, I think um, I think maybe the thing that I signify how much I love the Goonies is from eighties films. I don't know another film that I would be more likely to buy a T-shirt with the Goonies logo on versus other yeah. other film logos. There's also there's also no, I, like I'd much prefer to be in the Goonies if that were real than in ET. Like Absol- I want absolutely. to be. I want to be what I want to be a Goonie. I think that's, that's why it was so successful because you know remember when you're playing as a kid you'd go you'd always be trying to like go on an adventure you get the bikes let's in the summer holidays let's get the bikes and we'll go to the woods and you're hoping for something like the Goonies and in the end you just go around the woods on the bike well it's it's got that thing where it makes you feel like bigger than something than just yourself right like like you can go out into a pretty close environment and you suddenly stumble on this fucking incredible adventure that's always what you wanted but it like yeah yeah, but you'd get it you'd get it by like riding into the woods finding like an old rusty key and you'd be like oh my god there's treasure, is, there's what, treasure. Like, what, what is this gonna open and it turns out you know nothing <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly i mean um but um, so that richard donner obviously great filmmaker spielberg was behind it who, who wrote chris, chris columbus, columbus early chris the columbus pow, when, pow, an absolute powerhouse of filmmakers yeah. three like, three it, absolute legends it is like the power trio isn't it yeah. like if you were going to like hold a sword up it'd be like the power trio have aligned yeah. like <laughs> yeah. yeah it's glorious like, it's a glorious trio i suppose that doesn't chris, really exist anymore either those kind I of collaborations i guess chris columbus was a script writer for hire at the time and hadn't become Chris Columbus, Columbus. yeah. Yeah. Um, The Spielberg-Richard Donner collaboration, I can't think of any other examples of that. Someone might call me on that. Chris Columbus carried on with, like, Harry Potter. Well, Home Alone was, like... And and he did Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, Spielberg produced Home Alone, didn't he? No, Spielberg's not in Home Alone, but I'm talking about either. That's John Hughes. But Richard Donner and Spielberg, which obviously this must have been a close collaboration. Yeah. Um... You know, Rich Donald done The Omen, Superman the movie, and obviously was just about to do all the lethal weapons. 
um, and Scrooge and other films and they I don't think they ever collaborated on yeah, anything else yeah it's interesting because I think of Richard Donner as like a family person but yeah when you say those films Superman and um, all those different like he's, he's he has done a wide breadth of movies hasn't he oh, like, oh, like, what a filmmaker oh god I, I, I love Richard Donner I mean I like, love all the Lethal Weapon films and that's right I love all the Lethal Weapon films all of them all of them uh, I well, love uh, John, you missed a great day recently where Al and I watched Lethal Weapon 1 to 4 back to back. We did do that. We watched them all in a day. Um, and I'd always said number two was my favourite, but I think, yeah, the first one's pretty unbeatable. But anyway, back to all the right, Goonies. So Goonies too. Back to the Goonies. Um, uh, Got Mel Gibson. <laughs> so Goonies 2, Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, let's go. Um, but um, no, wonderful film. I think... Um, also, it's as well as the adventure element. Um, I think there's something quite good about the spirit about them trying to save where they're from, and you know, there's emotional scenes. You know, and it's obviously there's the classic line: "It's our time, it's our time down here." But what he's trying to say, you know, when he's giving the speech, next time you take a test, be in some other school, and it's like God. Imagine if like everything yeah. you knew was yeah. was going to fall uh, apart. And I think the plan that as well in terms of the, the quintessential um, moments, like. Uh, there's been a lot of films where people are like, like kids are cycling with stuff like, you know, like E.T. But the scenes with kids cycling the Goonies with like the helicopter shots the, and stuff, yeah. they just, there's amazing. Like that, that sense of like scope and like, oh, what might be like is so, so immediately. And so it's the, and it's the, who did the music? I don't know who did the music, but the music is key for that in the, in the opening shots where you can just see them. It's sort of meandering and in a kind of Great shining energy. style. Yeah. But, but, and, and the music, there's so much mist and intrigue and it has that little um, so that little riff like there's the energy like the dun, 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 dun music but then it has that kind of the magical kind of like yeah. you said I think mystery is the word right what's um, interesting is uh, Dave Grusin did the score for this and the main the main theme for Teddy Chase has been used in numerous numerous trailers including Inner Space oh, really interesting wow, okay there you go the Amblin Entertainment Connection but um, yeah, like I love everything about the bikes. It's obviously cool. My new tires, my new tires. Um, yeah, like J- Josh Brolin's like obsessed with his tires being deflated. Like only like someone who's still living with their parents can really be that worried about. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's every adventure you wanted to have as a kid. That's yeah, just it. You, you just wanted. I mean, it, you couldn't have written a better kids' adventure. Treasure map, pirate ship, gold baddies. Yeah, I mean, the, it's ba- just the baddies like, as well. And, 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 and even even the goodies, like the individuals that make up the Goonies, are act- they're misfits, and that's so awesome. Like you've got the you've got the fat loser that's always the Joker. You've got the nerdy the nerdy guy with lots of gadgets. You've got you've got the <laughs> the guy with asthma that can barely breathe, and his really cool brother that's trying to fit in and be like a really cool jock guy. Like they're they're all total losers. And let's and not let's so not forget cool. uh, mouth. Like one of the greatest 80s entrances of all time. Like he comes to the door and he's combing his hair through the window at the door. And they're like, oh, it's mouth. And he's like, hey, Mickey, hey, Mikey. And he walks in with his, with his 80s Pepsi and his purple rain yeah. jumper on. And his relationship with, uh, is it Juanita? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Who, who finds like drugs in the yeah, drawers? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And you put the cocaine in the top drawer. And this film was a PG at the time. You put the cocaine in the top drawer, the marijuana in the second drawer, the money in the third drawer. Rosalina wrote. We just talked about Corey Feldman for one second. Gremlins, Goonies, Stand by Me, Lost Boys. I mean, the Burbs as well. He's in right. Yeah. Okay. So. um there's a lot riding on this. The studio know how much is riding on this. This is why they come to you guys. They are serious about doing a sequel, The Goonies 2. And they want to know what your thoughts are. What have you got? I th- the interesting thing about this, like we've done other films where you think this, like, this is just us talking about the sequel. There's no chance this would ever happen. I can imagine there's, there's like Warners are there like, knocking on the door saying god we would fucking love a reboot for the goonies and it is quite bizarre that never got a sequel anyway um cory feldman's really hoping for that now <laughs> Corey's at home waiting for the call now it was like mark hamill when force awakens came out it was like fucking hell i've been waiting 30 years for this you fucking cunt <laughs> you, think you, you fucking come on great mark hamill impression now <laughs> you think about it it's exactly what he'd say stranger things yeah. wants to be the goonies exactly straight that's a really and, good and point. look what they've done with ghostbusters yeah, well, yeah. So also think not, this is up. it. The studio. I think not really only Stranger this. Things, I think it as well. It is very, yeah, it's uh, very similar. It's na- now's the time. The, now is throwback. What you got? Well, while we're talking about uh, you know Stranger Things and the kids and stuff like that, I think anyone who's going to want a Goonies sequel is going to want to see the Goonies, our Goonies, our characters, the guys we love, yeah. back in it. So I think. All the Goonies are still living in the Goondock as adults. They've got their own families now. And they're all placed around different sort of areas. So I think, uh, for you know, I've, one of the ideas I thought was Chunk. He runs like the, the Harbour Bar. Of course um, I think Mouth is the mayor. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's like a Quimby kind of mayor. And, like, he has Mikey kind of as the puppet master behind him who actually kind of knows what he's talking about. Uh, Brant's probably the sheriff. Cop. Um, the female characters... So it's The Simpsons. It's Police Chief Wiggum. It's Mayor <laughs> Quimby. Yeah, 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 that's really fun. <laughs> uh, Data's, like, running some sort of... Maybe he's left... At, I don't know. He's running some sort of Facebook, Apple kind of company that he's generated with all his gadgets. Just a little company like Apple. <laughs> In the, in the game dock. Um, and I guess the main trigger for a sequel would be that the Inferno, One-Eyed Willie's ship, just sets sail and just disappears. So I think the treasure on the Inferno is still out there. Um, either it comes back or there's a trigger for a new mission after the ship that's completely lost at sea. So potentially, before we go over to you guys, I thought the opening could be, you know, storm in the middle of the Pacific. It is the Pacific, isn't it? It's yeah. like, where's it set? Yeah. Like, yeah, um, it's West Coast, it's Oregon. Oregon, that's yeah. right, yeah. You know, and there's like some like fishing boat in the fucking storm, like mayday, 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 and they're like in trouble. And suddenly, like it's blast bits, and from like a little bit of news footage, the Goonies see that the only thing that was sort of caught on this little bit of footage was like a little blurred image 
inferno. Yeah, and it could be like... And the boat to, smashed into the boat. Yeah, to make it even more mysterious, it could be like, because the Pacific goes to Japan and China eventually, it could be like, they, they see a snippet of news in like Japanese or something. So they, so they so you don't know the whole story. You've just got visuals, but you don't know the words. Okay, yeah, we haven't found that. Yeah, yeah, like, so it's even more like pieced together, yeah. So it's done a bit of a, a trip to the Bermuda Triangle, no one knows where it's been, and then suddenly... The Bermuda Triangle's in the Caribbean, that's the other side, that's the Atlantic. Whatever, it's just lost at sea, and it's Pacific's a big place, so no one's Unknown place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's just and been then, just, just, retur- just returns. Well, it's smashed into a boat. Regardless uh, of satellite mapping and... and okay, we're, 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 right, we're, we're ignoring modern, yeah, yeah. modern technology hasn't happened yet. Because yeah, yeah. really didn't have GPS. Yeah, okay. But because, that, that, because that would da- be part data of... Data is the only person with modern technology yeah, yeah. now. But that would that be part of the like, mystery. Uh, here it is, guys. That would be part of the mystery. Like, uh, you know, the government, because it's part of a, commu- a Bermuda Triangle-style blackout zone... You know, the only way to know is by going there. Right, okay. So, well, like Area 51, but... Um, in the ocean. In the, in the ocean, ocean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, no, look, I, I love... I do love the setup. I think that's really, really nice. It's not what I imagined at all. I, I imagined that um, they're all grown up now. And in many ways, as in they've left... They've left and lost. They've left the goondocks, and they they've lost what what made them goonies in the first place. They've all got sort of, um, you know, nine till five jobs somewhere else in America or the world. And I, at the heart of it, thought what is the only thing that could bring them back to the goondocks, and it would be a death of a goonie. And I'm not. I don't want to pick a specific goonie but let's say one of them has died and they've all Corey lost Feldman. Con- yeah let's say Corey Feldman why well because he'd just be totally shattered yeah, wouldn't he like, as an individual yeah, like, this is, this is a- right so Sloth has died uh, and they all return back to the goondocks in, for the funeral. They haven't seen each other in years and years and years. Actually, do you know what? Not Sloth. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with um Mikey has died. Right, so the key character that holds holds it all together has died. He has actually, and and everyone returns back for the funeral. And when they're there, they bring their family back as well. They they all have families now, and they return back to the Goondocks. And as it start, they starts to unravel that Mikey had actually spent the last twenty five, thirty years of his life trying to find One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And he leaves some clues for the gang when they come back and reconnect with each other to then have to go out there as 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 a crew, as the Goonies again, and discover One-Eyed Willie's treasure. One, one thing, he's not dead. He's disappeared. That's even better. Oh, I, bo- boy, oh, boy, this is good. Yeah. I do, Turn, I turns do. out he's on the boat at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's still there. With One-Eyed Willie. Yeah. The skeleton of One-Eyed Willie. High-fiving. Yeah, I do like it. Um, it is quite similar to It Chapter 2. But, you know... Let's is it? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, in well no, no. It Chapter 2. <laughs> it Chapter 2, the one character stayed behind and, and carried on gathering information... Yeah, I think it's. I think I'm not saying it's original. I think it's tried, oh, yeah, tried yeah. and tested, sort of like. Yeah, you know, yeah I'm a, down. A re- I'm they down. need a reason to all reconnect and all come back together. And I'm I think down. It's a bit like, convenient that they've all lived there. As much as I love the idea of Mouth being the the mayor and, <laughs> and, and Chunk running the fucking 
fish the shack. No, the, on the, the, beach. Ba- the bar's called Sloths. Um, I think um, <laughs> I'm, I'm you remember that at, the, at the end of the first one, he's like, "You're gonna live with me now, Sloth." And Chunk's mum's just like, uh, "What?" <laughs> Where um, the, what about the Fratellis? The Fratelli. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm running with this. And I'm getting excited now. I'm getting excited. So we're going to combine them, Joe. We're going to combine them. They do live in the Goondog. Let me have him as mayor. Let me have Chunk in the bar. Mikey has been a recluse in the Goondog. We've lost Mikey. Even Brant doesn't have a connection with him because he's he's never quite got over like the one eyed Willie connection he had. Um, Weird. He's been a weirdo. Ne- ne- never got over it. Never got over the fact that there was a pirate. No, he had a special connection with him, though, Joe. Come on. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> no, special, uh, Joe. <laughs> special. Uh, and then one day he disappears. Where well, he's a recluse, but he still knows around. He's disappeared. So they bust into his house, find out that he's... All he's been doing is trying to find the Inferno with the treasure on it. And he's probably gone after it. So they, then you've got all the the really romantic attic scene stuff where yeah. you you you, un, you unlock the sort of like dusty attic and 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 discover all the sort of maps of a madman. But you're you're so excited. Yeah, and I think that should almost be like that should almost play out like a horror scene, like like the house that they, <laughs> but but like the house that they go in, like oh my god, like this house of this weirdo hasn't been touched for twenty years, and they go in, and then there everyone's really scared, but they find the maps that they've all been, you know, the answer. Yeah, he's like, been he's been mapping it out. There's serious clues that yeah, actually. But- he knew what he was doing and he may have discovered something we don't know what. Yeah, but, but he's been like the weirdo in the community the whole time who actually had the answer forever. And then you've got Brandt sort of being like, no, he was crazy. He lost it. This has torn us apart as a family. We're not doing this. And then it's an I was really going to flip excuse. it around. I was going to say Brandt's like committed to it. He's like, it's my brother. He's out there. He's going on his own. I'm going after him. And, Ch- and Mouth's like... You know, we need you in the town, man. He's like, we can't lose the top sheriff. And he's like, come on, <laughs> goddammit, in the mayor's office. The um, top sheriff. <laughs> and he's like, in the small town, we've got a top sheriff. So who's the second sheriff? <laughs> uh, uh, Chunk. <laughs> Chunk, yeah, because he keeps a rifle behind the bar. Um, okay, so to answer your question, Curry, this is all our setup. However, how about this? The actual film opens, the pre-title sequence with mirroring the original, which is the jailbreak. Prison break, right? yeah, brilliant. For, but we do it with, like, big, proper jailbreak of, like, the Fratellis busting out of big prison. Alcatraz. Same, the same Fratellis. Alcatraz. Well, just just um, just uh, Robert Davey and Joe Pantiano. I'm assuming mum's passed oh, on. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think maths would suggest that. Oh, but she's such a great character, though. Let's just recast her. Maggie Smith. Wow. (laughs) Brilliant. She's going to love this. Done. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I like that. So, like, we mirror it with, like, high tech kind of um, big, big style state prison break. Fratellis are out. I think they're probably helped by some young blood in order to get some new cast. New, ba- new baddies. Yeah, yeah some yep. new baddies. In. Well, I think Alcatraz. And they can be related. They can be related to them. Maybe they want Alcatraz. Yeah, but then we're getting to this new storyline about why is Alcatraz really... Yeah, yeah but, but we've already worked out the Alcatraz storyline in the Rock episode, so it's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um, maybe it's Alcatraz, maybe it's another prison. They bust out, and they're probably after revenge, so they're heading straight for the goondock. 
because they're put away by the Goonies. When they get there, all the Goonies are gone. Where have they gone? Oh, they went after Mikey because uh, there was something about when they were kids and a treasure map. Because the, the Fratellis are like playing to the locals, are like playing it cool. Oh, we're looking for, uh, you know, Mikey. We heard he hangs out in this bar, Sloths. Oh, yeah, they all busted out because, um, you know, they're after this treasure map or some, so some weird shit. I've got, like, I've got a oh, my God, we've got to go after them. I've got a little idea, which is that at the beginning of, at the, sorry, at the end of the first movie, they actually become local celebrities because the press are there and they are, um, they're filming the whole thing, right? So <laughs> Inexplicably, they, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, pre- the press are there, they film the whole thing, everyone sees the, the pirate ship go out into the distance. So stuff a legend, So actually they are, they are kind of local legends. This is the first time, because of the funeral or whatever, the excuse to get them all back together, they, they are all together again. The press actually get like a photo or, a, or an interview with them on, on camera, cut to the sort of prison where they see yeah. the interview on but television and, 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 you know, like he squeezes his apple or whatever really hard where he's like, oh, revenge, his revenge. And he sees, maybe he sees like a treasure map hanging out the yeah. pocket of someone. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's squeezing his apple yeah. I think he's squeezing his baby roof bar like really hard. Yeah, yeah, baby roof bar. Brilliant. Like, the baby roof bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is, they've done their sentence. They get out. They're free men this time. They can just start hanging around with no threat at all. Hey, we just got out. We're not a threat but to it, you But guys. it could also be that when they see them doing the interview and in the background there's the ocean... They could see, maybe it's their own vision playing tricks on them. They could see the ship in the background. Yeah, so they then people. go back to the goon docks, desperate to foil the plans of whatever, of, of the goonies. Uh, oh, it's just beautiful stuff, isn't it? Good stuff. So, okay, so cast, same again? New additions? Um, yeah, same again. So I've Sean Astin, Sean Astin uh, comes back at the end, as in the big reve- the big reveal is that Samwise Ganji is alive. <laughs> the big reveal is that Sean Astin is in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's, no, that's no he's, not, he's not. He's not. But we've we've scrapped the, him being dead. He's just disappeared. Yeah. Yes, he's so, just disappeared. Sorry. And, so he's and, he's shacked up with one eyed Willie on the boat. Um, and shacked up with him. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's tra- he's trapped and can't get out. He's been caught in one of one of Billy's traps. It went so wrong. All his research. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just lost at sea now in the boat. God, thank God the Goonies are coming after. Yes, yeah, so so Brant gets the police boat. All the Goonies hop on, boost out, try and find him. Yeah, with children, I think they need to have their children with them because there's so much heart in it being a children's adventure with children at the heart of it. I think you need to have some but sort what? of... Maybe a dual storyline with the kids or, or, or it's it. all connected. It. But The kid, Mikey disappears. The kids fall in love with the romanticism of this and the kids get a boat and they go and that's what pulls the Goonies together because yeah, maybe, they're like our yeah. kids have got their yeah, kids yeah. have gone after Mikey that's, ni- that's nice maybe maybe the adults keep saying no yeah, children yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know you've Mikey got, went you've crazy got this wrong ago. Mikey went crazy yeah, yeah. ages ago forget about the gold crazy the gold, Uncle Mikey the gold doesn't exist and they they are the ones the kids are the ones that say no Goonies it's never die it's a yeah. kids film and, and they, they s- they're the ones that come together yeah it needs them at the heart of it I can't just be yeah. a bunch of old men walking around they, looking, they, looking yeah. for check treasure yeah, yeah. no and one they, wants to watch that and the kids set out on like a like a green piece you know like inflatable boat to like search for him or whatever maybe um <laughs> okay all right <laughs> but, but you know like like a small like they're not going to commandeer like a huge fishing you mean ship, a rib 
Yeah, a rib, yeah. Sure. Okay, okay, good. Maybe so, like Troy or one of the minor characters runs like the ferry company and they sneak on the ferry <laughs> and they nick a lifeboat nah, off the ferry. Come on. Troy's in recruitment, mate. He's, 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 he's doing Yeah, he's <laughs> doing something shit. So, titles. Well, what? Okay. Titles. Let's talk titles. What do you mean? Sorry, titles is in opening. opening. No, what are you going to call the film? Oh. Um, Go- Goonies Never Die. The Goonie. Oh. I was going to say The Goonies 2 The Search for the Inferno not as good <laughs> um, what about well I like what, Goonies, Goonies Never, never Die is Goon- very, well, very Goonies very good Never title. Say Die that's the expression guys oh right, right, right. Um, fucking hell glad you're here yeah. All right, good, good, good job no that doesn't sound as good Goonies Never Die yeah in the same font yeah, with like Cindy Lauper doing a big fat fucking sh- pop tune. Oh, well, yeah. it could be someone else, but yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no. Do you know what? I think Dua Lipo or someone really cool. Is it Dua Lipo? It's a kids Dua film. Let's, let's, let's remember yeah, this so, is someone, a kids someone cool film. and trendy. It's yeah, now B- Billie Eilish. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. If she hadn't just done you think Bond, that's better yeah. than um, just straight up The Goonies Return? Goonies Return is strong. It's not as good though. But it's a bigger question. Like, just what's your problem with Goonies Never Die? Because it's not. I like it. You're wrong. You know. You're wrong. Yeah, Goonies Never Die. Like to go back to like the T-shirt. If I was going to get a T-shirt, I'd have a a T-shirt saying saying Goonies Never Die. The phrase in the film is Goonies Never Say Die. I know, but it's close enough, isn't it? It's close enough to be commandeered. Okay, I'm just flagging it. It's better than Goonies Return. I'm not going to get a T-shirt saying that, am I? And why is it all about you buying a t-shirt? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Studio are interested, but they want to know how you're going to sell it. They so, want right, to know so how you're going to tease Goonies this. Never Die is the, is the title in the middle, and it has to say above it, uh, is it above it? Produced produced by Steven Spielberg, and beneath it, a film by Richard Donner. I think... Uh, or Spielberg, Spielberg, whichever way Steven is Spielberg presents, yeah, and then um, below it, a Richard Donner film, yeah. yeah teasers. It needs to be that. Talk to us about teasers. I've got a teaser. I've got a teaser. So, you know, the opening of The Goonies is a bit weird, actually. You know, you've got that kind of bone kind of pirate font, yeah. stony font. And it's kind of weird, isn't it? Like, it, um, you know, it goes in, it like comes out of a skull and then it goes back in. Yeah. Like, it's, right, it's a, got that weird, like, um, flickery, candly lamp thing. Yeah, but it's got like a whole, like the actual skull, just like there's this little it motion. Zooms, it zooms. So really why, weird, for right? a teaser trailer, why don't we just have that something like that, the skull, and then you go through it and then it says, never say die, summer 2020. So like CGI skull thing? Well, not necessarily CGI, so like the first one. Summer 2020, I like it, yeah. It's, no, never it's say, it's never say die. Good, yeah. Oh, never die, whatever, guys, let's yeah, not get yeah, bugged down with that again. Um, or if you no, want... No, I then like the, it, I like it. That's just a teaser, teaser. I like that. Or it could go through the skull and it can be like a big cross going through so slash and then it then it peels off like a treasure map and then then it says summer 2020. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, fine. Okay, good. So it looks like we've got a summer blockbuster on our hands. It's a big movie. Summer blockbuster, baby. Corey Feldman, so, 2020. Are we sure that uh, Richard Donner's going to direct this? Because he's, I think he's about 90. I do think he is. <laughs> do we have to check Richard Donner's age now but I think uh, he's up yeah no that's well, a good, it's a good um, point but I think who would need... you replace Chris Columbus Chris Columbus just take over? it needs to be one of the original it needs to be the three again 
It needs so, to be, so Richard Donner about, and Steven Spielberg present. I think Richard Donner comes on as honorary executive producer. How about uh, Sean Austin? Just give it to him, director. If he's not going to be starring in it, because <laughs> he's not directing. He's not a director. Well, so what? No, loads of people haven't directed a film before until they have. You're not be the biggest studio film of the year. <laughs> I, I don't see the problem. <laughs> The studio do. Like, <laughs> it's going to be so many producers, he's not going to have much freedom anyway, so what, just what fucking... About, okay. What about Steven? Let's get Steven Spielberg to direct it. Well, it feels like he should have done anyway, doesn't it? Like, or not should have done, but like... It's his movie. It feels, it feels it more feels of a Spielberg like a, movie than a Richard Donner movie, doesn't it? Yeah, but, it does. They, okay, so let's go with... Let's, let's go. Let's go with Steven Spielberg. Let's settle on Steven yeah, yeah. Spielberg. Yeah, well, let's give him a call, see what he's up to. Yeah. He's... He... He'll fill it in. I don't know. Do we need Steven Spielberg? Like, for example, is I think the new Indiana Jones film at the moment, he's announced that he's not going to do it right and, like, Mangold might do it instead. Does this film need Steven Spielberg, man, that Hang was... Hang on a minute. We don't need to judge him based on what else he's already doing now. Like, we're coming up with better shit than my he's po- already doing. My point yeah, he'll, is... He'll drop that. My... No, my point is he's not directing that. My point is, does this, for this franchise to come back with a bang, do we need a fresh, young blood, hot, shit hot, sexy, motherfucker, swinging dick director? No, Absol- I, absolutely not. No, I, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think, like, if you said The Goonies directed by Rian Johnson or whatever, 20 year olds aren't going to go, what the fuck is The Goonies? We need old school fun romp with heart. I'm sorry, that is Steven Spielberg. Well, the studio are interested, and who's going to pitch this? Alex, go ahead. Alex? Okay. Go ahead. Al, over to you. Okay. So, this is it. The Goonies, the sequel everyone wanted for a long time, is finally back in 2020. So, here we go. We open with logos, sound of a storm over the logos, over the Warner logos. (laughs) Mayday, mayday, mayday on the radio. Cut into fishing boat in the Pacific. Mad storm. They're up against it. They're fucked. Smash through it. The whole boat explodes. We get a glimpse of the, the, the wooden sign at the front of the boat, the Inferno. It's still out there. Cut to the Goondock, modern day. We've got all our characters living there. We've got Chunk running the bar. We've got Mouth in the mayor's office. We've got Brant. He's the sheriff, top cop in the Goondock. We've got Data running Apple just outside, right? And um, apart from Mikey, who has been a recluse ever since the original Goonies, and everyone's just said, oh, he's crazy Mikey. It's a shame, but he's crazy Mikey. But he still floats around a little bit. They know he's there. Then bang, boom, he disappears. And they're all very worried, obviously. No one more than Brant's kids and, like, Chunk's kids and Mouth's kids who are all now friends. They go up to their, like forbidden uncle's sort of house to see what's going on. And they go in, find all these maps, find that Mikey's actually gone off trying to find the Inferno, never got over it, so they go after him. Boom! Now everyone's even more worried. The kids have disappeared. So, all the Goonies have to get together again and go after the kids who have gone after Mikey and then eventually they all find each other and Mikey's there, shacked up, best mates with one-eyed Willie on the boat. One little twist. We also cut back earlier. Dame Maggie Smith playing the uh, <laughs> playing the mother the mother of the Fratellis busts out the two uh, Rob Davy and Joe Pantiano. They get busted out of like state prison, maybe Alcatraz. 
according to you, John, don't know. They get busted out and they see a little bit of news footage about the local legends of the Goonies getting back on one last mission. They're all so worried about their kids that they're doing like news interviews before they actually go and love them. And then they say, we've got to go back to the Goondock. This is back on and Hunt is on for the Inferno. And obviously in the last act, we see Mikey there and it's... Goonies never die. Goonies never say die. And everyone loves each other. And the movie's called... Go on, Joe. No, you go ahead, because I'm confused. Well, I think it's called Goonies Never Die. I think it's called Goonies Never Die, and I'm getting the T-shirt printed up. Four four copies. I'd wear that T-shirt. Four copies for us. Anyone else that wants to buy it? Studio. Bloody love it. They're interested. Yeah, of course they are. They are interested. Get the the original cast back, they're interested. Come on, we got it. Not not just the original cast, Maggie Smith. (laughs) The original (laughs) cast and Smith. Well, you've been listening to Seen the Sequel. Would you have cast Maggie Smith in such a pivotal role even when the original actor died in 1989 at age 59? So we'd have to switch (laughs) things over. What did you think? What would you do with the Goonies? How would you... uh, do a sequel let us know write subscribe if you rate us five stars we'd love it and uh, listen we'll see you on the next time cheers guys <laughs>